Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Leading Edge Love Radio. This is your host, Sumati Sparks, the Open Relationship Coach. Have you ever wondered how well-suited you are for ethical non-monogamy? Well, you can find out by taking my quiz, and you can find the quiz right on the homepage of my website. That's sumatisparks.com. S as in Sam, U, M as in Mary, A, T as in Tom, I, Sparks, as in Sparks are flying. And when you request the quiz, you'll be automatically added to my mailing list. So you'll be the first to learn about my virtual events, and to receive occasional helpful tidbits of advice and information to add more love, passion, and joy into your life. So today, I'm really interested to have as my guest, Jeff Abraham. Jeff is the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, which is the creator of Promescent, a line of premium sexual wellness products for individuals and couples looking to improve confidence, performance, and pleasure in every aspect of their lives. After retiring from a successful career running a semiconductor engineering business, Jeff invested in Promescent and later came aboard as CEO in early 2012. He was charged with taking Promescent from a boutique brand, one could purchase from a doctor's website, to a global wellness company. Under Jeff's direction and leadership, Promescent has recently launched in Target, Walmart, and GNC. Welcome to the show, Jeff. My pleasure to be here. So glad to have you. I'm really interested to hear about these products because we were talking before the show started, and this is not just your random, you know, pleasure products. These have been incredibly researched and by, you know, pharma- pharmaceutical grades. So I want to hear all about that. But first, I want to hear about you. So how does a guy go from an engineer and running an engineering <laughs> business to a sex <laughs> product business? So Tell me a little bit about your story. I tell people, think of the most circuitous route you could possibly take, and then my route to becoming the CEO of this company is like that on steroids. You know what I mean? (laughs) You could not have a more indirect path to becoming a CEO of a sexual wellness brand. (laughs) And it follows as thus, okay? So I'm your typical Eastern person born into a lower middle class background working hard and I graduate from college and decide that there has to be more to life than you know western Pennsylvania where I've spent my entire life you know I was born and raised in Pittsburgh I went to school in Erie Pennsylvania and I lived in Williamsport which is like this 200 mile Bermuda Triangle you know had never been on a plane had never stayed in a hotel whenever we went on a vacation it was always staying with relatives you know that kind of thing Hmm. And I just decided at 24 years old to basically move across the country. And I took my two suitcases and $500, which was my net worth, and moved to California, slept on the floor, took the city bus to go to interviews, and uh, found a job in the semiconductor industry. And within nine years, had become my own boss and started my own semiconductor engineering business. I was very fortunate. It went really well. Uh, I became a single father raised my son, and built what really was an empire. My company was very successful. And at age 53, my son left, you know, to go off to college, and I decided to retire because I had done very, very well. And I literally went from being busy 24-7 to having absolutely nothing to do, which (laughs) was really a, you know, kind of just a shock. And 
I remember calling some of my friends, hey, do you want to go golfing? And they're like, I have a job. I go, oh, that's right. When you retired at 53, almost everyone else is still working, you know. And I would call other people, hey, you want to go, you know, to Vegas for the weekend? They go, I have a job, you know, like I can't leave Thursday. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. So a neighbor, a very good friend, and also my doctor happened to be a urologist, Dr. Ronald Gilbert. And I went in to see him for my yearly PSA, my yearly physical the whole thing and he says hey you know i really respect your business acumen i know you started with nothing and built this empire and retired early and you know if i could pick your brain you know i developed this product called promesset and uh it is a cure for pe and at the time being 53 and not being involved in sexual medicine and remembering my youth when he said i developed a cure for pe i went you developed a cure for physical education because, <laughs> you know, my definition of P.E. was when I was in college and high school, I said, okay, you have P.E., third period, you know. And he's like, no, premature ejaculation, you know, like erectile dysfunction is E.D. I go, oh, oh, okay. And, you know, I didn't realize how big the market was because about two weeks prior to that, I'm watching a 60 Minutes episode, and it was all about counterfeiting drugs. And they were talking if you counterfeit a drug, you want two things to be in place to be successful. You want a high price, and you want a giant market. Therefore, it allows you to come in between and still make money and have a big base of people to buy your products. And when, they, when I saw the thing on 60 Minutes, they had estimated that the total available market was, I think, $8 billion or something like that. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, that's a lot of money. And I go, that must be really, really prevalent. But I was also aware that a lot of my friends that were in their 50s and 60s started taking Viagra, and they didn't have ED. They just took it so they could perform like when they were 18. And so when he first presented the opportunity and said, this is it and the product, I said, well, just out of curiosity, how big is this market as opposed to the ED market? And I thought he would say it's about 20% the size of that. You know what I mean? Like right. that's eight billion. This is one point six billion, and he goes oh, about fifteen percent larger. I'm like, Whoa. excuse me. I go larger. He goes, yeah. He goes, as a matter of fact, about fifteen to twenty percent of BD is misdiagnosed PE because mm. if a man has chronic PE, meaning unrelenting, you know, continual PE, he will eventually develop DD because he will, it's like stage fright. You know that getting right. an erection leads to an unsatisfactory conclusion, so you don't want to get an erection because you know you'll be disappointing someone, including right. yourself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my lot. I'm like, does this stuff work? He goes, yeah, it does. And let's step out of the realm of PE because PE, by medical definitions, anytime you don't last 90 seconds ever under any circumstances, whether it's vaginal penetration, oral sex, masturbation, or anything, you know, and let's just talk about normal healthy males. The normal average healthy adult males last five minutes and 42 seconds during penetration or thrusting <laughs> during intercourse. The average female takes about 18 minutes to achieve climax. It's called the arousal gap. They actually have a term for it. And so I was like, oh, my Lord, you know, all this stuff is hitting me. And I'm like, if this stuff is legitimate, there's a huge market for this. So I say to him, does this work? He goes, yeah. He goes, I can give you a sample of it. So he gives me a sample. And literally from his parking lot, I call my girlfriend at the time. She was a financial analyst. 
And I go, hey, I want you to help me evaluate this company I'm thinking of investing in. Can you come over this evening? She goes, oh, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> so she comes over. We have dinner. So I said, oh, you know, we're talking about something. She goes, can you get that investment? We'll take a look at it. So she thinks I'm going to have some pro forma or investment, <laughs> you know, thing. So I go upstairs, and I come down with this bottle of Promess, and I go, here. And she's like, what? And she looks at the bottle of Promess and sees what it is. She's like, you're such a pervert. I thought this was an investment. I go, well, number one, I am a pervert, okay? I freely admit that. But this is really – I go, look, it's Ron's company. And she knew Ron because we were friends, you know? And she's like, oh, my God, that is. I go, yeah, I told you. I'm thinking of investing in his company. So the next day I call Ron. They weren't talking. He goes, what do you think of the product? I go, well, before we get into that, you need to change the name. And he gets really, like, offended. He's like, you know, the name Promescent is short for prolonged tumescence. Tumescence means engorged with blood. It's a medical name for an erection. He's explaining it, and he goes, wait, what name do you want to change it to? I go, how about bone like a porn star? He starts <laughs> laughing, and I said, this stuff is insane. I said, as a matter of fact, I said, Carolyn acted like we were in a WWE match. She started tapping out. I go, because literally, <laughs> we were going at it for 40 minutes. I could not finish, and she's like, well, how many sprays did you use? I go, four, because it said three to ten. He goes, those instructions are for people that have PE. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me. I, I, I went to the bottom end of it, you know. He goes, if you're using it recreationally, start with one. I said, well, thanks right. for telling me after the fact. So one thing led to another. The next day I wrote him a check for hundred grand, and I invested in the company. Wow. And I was really bored because, you know, I went from being busy between raising my son who left for college and running my business to literally having nothing to do. So they asked me to write a business plan, so I did. He had a guy running the company, but it, they just didn't really seem to have a feel for how to position the product and run the company. So the business plan really, really worked out well. So I said, okay, we need a next phase. Okay, what do we do next? So I wrote the next phase business plan. They were like, well, that's going to cost about four hundred grand to do what we need to do according to your plan. We don't have that kind of capital. I said, I'll invest another four hundred k as long as you follow exactly what I told you to do mm-hmm. and keep that money for because they really weren't being very judicious with the finances. They were all over the place. So they did, and the company really began to grow, and they asked me to take it over in 2012, and I did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we started having success almost immediately. There's a bit of a tragedy here, though, because Ron was wonderful. He was – is you know, as as kind and as compassionate a human being you'll ever meet. And in 2013, on January 27th, he was murdered in a case of mistaken identity. Somebody who had a prostate surgery 23 years before decided he was going to kill the doctor. And it wasn't Ron, but Ron had a name that was very similar. And the guy went to the VA VA, uh, procedure and got the name and looked it up and thought, it must have been the same guy and made an appointment to go see Ron and shot him when Ron oh went in the office thinking he was seeing a new patient. So it was really tragic, and I've dedicated the eight years since then to giving Ron a legacy, making this company very successful so he would be remembered as something other than a doctor shot by the crazy guy, while mm-hmm. at the same time providing for his wife and his two sons financially. So mm-hmm. it's been a labor of love for me. This had nothing to do with finances because I've retired once already, you know? So it's not like 
I'm in dire financial need to do this. Don't get me wrong, you know, I'm not the Salvation Army. We're a company for profit, and there's nothing that makes me happier writing, you know, dividend checks to his family and our investors. But this is about giving a wonderful man a legacy because about six months after he was slain, I just happened to Google search his name, and it broke my heart because all the entries were like Dr. Shot by Grazy Guy, Dr. Murder, because it was all over the news. And I go, knowing that that guy murdered him, but he took his – his legacy, he's no longer a father or a husband mm-hmm. or a son or, you know, a friend. And, uh, you know, every time that I do a podcast, a radio interview, a television or whatever, I make sure that people understand that I am just a steward taking this genius of an idea that he had, which was promescent delay spray, and, you know, giving a, a business aspect to it and commercializing it. But the genius and the genesis of this company was Dr. Ronald Gilbert, and that's important mm-hmm. for people to know. Uh-huh. Yay, so Ronald that's, Gilbert. That's how I came to go from running a semiconductor engineering business to being the king of sexual wellness. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, regardless of what the product is, we need, you know, we live in a capitalist society, so we need... Somebody with a good business You need a business person who has common sense and business smarts. But I tell people that if you have good work ethic, because nothing good ever happens without hard work, you know, except maybe winning the lottery. But running a business, you have to work hard. You have to be ethical because if people don't trust you, they won't buy from you. Mm -hmm. And you also have to be someone people can trust, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's a big part of it. And you know, we are everything in spades. This company's modeled after Ron. You know, we've never bounced a check, never paid a finance charge. We're upfront about everything that we do, and we're very ethical. That's why we're in the protocol of 2,200 urologists that mentioned Promescent by name. The therapist community loves us, whether it's Laura Berman or Emily Morse or Ian Kerner, you know, or Justin Laymiller. They're all on our board. They all love us. And, you know, it's because our products work. And, you know, we have a medical board, a medical advisory board, and on that board is Dr. Wayne Hellstrom, you know, who is the president of the uh, International Society of Sexual Medicine, you know, Fayel Safi, Larry Levine, Rachel Rubin, Jed Kamenitsky. These are some of the finest urologists in the world. And people go, how in the world did you get that advisory board? I go, well, number one, this was a, a need that a lot of therapists and a lot of urologists will tell, you know, people that their biggest problem is PE because mm-hmm. it's a chronic issue, it's widespread, and up until us, there were really no viable answers to it. So mm-hmm. no one wants to see a patient over and over again who's frustrated and angry, and you don't have any answers for them. Right. So when we came up with this product that actually worked, there was just a, a, an acceptance that was incredible and it's just to this day, it never ceases to amaze me how, you know, here's this small company that came out of nowhere, and we found a solution that Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline, everybody else was working on. I don't know how that happens, you know, but it does, and I think it's Ron's genius that accomplished that. So mm-hmm. we've been very, very fortunate, and the medical community has embraced us. And the credibility that we have as a company is insane because you go to our website and you see testimonials by all these tremendous doctors and clinical trials and all these things and you know that really gives us the credibility gives people the confidence to say this is a really 
good company, and these guys are on the right track. So we've, cool. we've been very, we've been blessed with some good fortune. Awesome. And Jeff, is um, Promestin over the counter? Fortunately, yes, it is over the counter. All of our products, we have a full product line now. We've expanded from just having a male delay spray to having a female arousal gel. We have Vitaflux, which is a nitric oxide supplement for men and women. It increases blood flow, which decreases blood pressure. It helps you recover from, you know, soreness, workout, stress, all that kind of stuff. But it also gives you a higher libido and better sexual function. We also have these before and after wipes. We have a full line of vibrators and toys. Uh, we really and truly have a complete product line. Wow. Well, I want to learn a little bit more about those other products too. But um, first of all, what is it like? So you gave Promescent a trial. And um, so not only did it allow you to perform longer, but it, like it doesn't take away any sensation, does it? This is the crazy part. So I've had to effectively, to be the CEO of this company and position us, I've had to try all products, you know, uh-huh. because how do I know how we stack up against another product if I've never used it? Mm-hmm. And so there have been a bunch of lidocaine, prilocaine, benzocaine products out there prior. The difference is our product is eutectic. By eutectic, it means we change the crystalline structure of lidocaine. Lidocaine in its pure form, unaltered, is a solid. It's a crystal. It sits on the surface of the skin. So when a man applies the typical, you know, whether it be Duration or Stud 100 or any of these other products, it sits on the surface of his skin. It numbs him. It transfers to the female partner. It numbs her. Because ours is eutectic, you put it on, you wait 7 to 10 minutes, and it goes subdermal. So all mm. the active ingredients, the lidocaine goes into the fatty layer underneath so it doesn't transfer to the female, and it gives the male a much higher degree of surface sensitivity. Mm, when I okay. was using some of the other products, I would tell people that it defeated the whole purpose. Sure, I could last right. longer, but I was numb. My partner was numb. I mean, <laughs> no one could climax. I made a joke one time, but I wasn't kidding. I said, you could have dropped a cinder block on my penis. I wouldn't have felt it. I was just completely <laughs> numb, you know. It was like, well, what is the purpose here? The whole idea that you're intimate is to achieve pleasure for both you and your partner. If everyone's numbed up, you might as well go take a spin class or do aerobics, you know, because you're sweating. <laughs> right? You're not going to get any pleasure, you know. And yeah. I try to tell people that the sexual experience and intimacy is not just about – we as a society put way too much focus on orgasm. Oh, my God, right. has she come yet? She's like, oh, my God, has he come yet? Oh, my God, something's wrong with me. I can't make her come. Oh, something's wrong with me. I can't. The whole idea is to enjoy the entire journey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is to feel pleasure from just kissing and caressing and touching and foreplay in the entire process. I always tell people, take the focus off of the orgasm. It will happen or not happen naturally. You know what I mean? But I can assure you it will be a much more pleasurable experience the whole way through if you don't have anxiety and focus on that. Because even with PE, I tell people, anxiety should never be included in intimacy. Those should be two completely separate emotions, and they should never counteract, you know, because anxiety will always kill intimacy. All the feelings of pleasure are always going to be tamped down, if not eliminated, by anxiety. So a lot of our male customers who, you know, I talk to and even friends of mine who say, you know, I might need your product, you know, 
I don't last long enough, and I'm so focused on my partner's orgasm. I said, try this. I call it putting one or two in the bank. Prior to penetration or prior to intercourse, give your partner, whether it be orally, whether it might be manually, whether it's with a vibrator or whatever, give your partner an orgasm or two prior to intercourse because it'll take the anxiety level way down. It'll take your focus away from, oh, my God, if I don't give her an orgasm before I ejaculate, the whole evening is ruined, you know? So mm-hmm. I always tell people, be a complete lover. Make mm-hmm. sure that you give them an orgasm or two prior to intercourse so that you're not so hyper-focused, you know what I mean, on, oh, my God, she better have an orgasm or I'm less of a man and things are ruined, which that anxiety is only going to make you hypersensitive and maybe, you know, orgasm even quicker yourself and not allow her to. So mm-hmm. we try to have articles on this on our website and we try to tell men, and that's one of the reasons why we've incorporated vibrators and female arousal gel and all these things to help lessen that arousal gap, to have mm-hmm. guys get away from that, that hyper-focus on strictly vaginal you know, orgasm through intercourse because over 50% of women generally don't orgasm through vaginal intercourse anyhow. So mm-hmm. if you make that the sole focus, right off the bat, no matter if you're the greatest lover in the world, there's going to be a chance that she might not. You know what I mean? So let's yeah. make the focus on pleasure, extended pleasure, and let orgasms happen instead of literally having a magnifying glass only searching for an orgasm from the first second you both, you know, start talking or start acting intimate, you know? Yeah. Well, um, so I'm going to take this to a deeper level here because you said you trust me that I know my audience when when we were talking before the show started. (laughs) So um, a lot of what you're saying is great advice for, like, mainstream guys that maybe have never taken, like, a Tantra workshop or any kind of – sexuality, you know, any kind of like sexual education retreats. And, you know, my audience Mm -hmm. often consists of like people that that go and learn about polyamory and sexuality and stuff like that. So what you're saying is kind of a baseline, like, yes, of course, take it to the next level. And that is that when we focus on the erection solely, it leaves out so many other aspects of sexuality. So can we make sure that, that erectile dysfunction is not an issue and premature ejaculation is not an issue, while at the same time making room for so many other aspects of lovemaking? Um, for example, I, you know, when I was younger and I had guys that would, you know, lovers that would you know, come quicker than they wanted to, they would be really apologetic and I would often say, Oh no, 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 that's good. Now we can actually start making love now that that's over with <laughs> because exactly. they, become, they become more relaxed and less anxious and they're more open to, because in my experience, a man with a raging boner cannot listen and learn. <laughs> there's, there's no, no you're right, in his brain. So get that over with. So then we can start talking about other missile, forms of Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying about the heat seeking missile? I said, once he feels that heat-seeking missile, he's like, I have to land this somewhere. You know what I mean? And like you said, he's not open to learning anything. He's not open to anything except experiencing his own orgasm, you know? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that's why I tell people, 
that it's extremely important to take the focus off of that and have an entire experience, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, your partner, if, if it's a female, in most cases is capable of orgasming multiple times. So mm-hmm. really and truly explore that, you know, and let's take the focus away from just an erect penis. Mm-hmm. So I personally am in my early 60s, and one of Same the workshops here. I teach, okay, and one of the workshops I teach is uh, sexy aging or polyamory for the aging body and things like that. So there's men often are dealing with a, you know some sort of some form of ED or just they're not staying as hard as they used to once, and so without these products, they often feel um, like they're just not, you know, not as interesting or desirable by women. So one of the things I talk about is like how how much fun you can have with a soft penis, how much intimacy women can have that they haven't been getting throughout their life by the heat-seeking missile. So when when the guy's carrying the heat-seeking missile, there's he's not really attuned to her and attentive to her. So sometimes a soft penis can actually be really delightful because so many other things are available. And like you tell me, I'm not a penis owner, but Many men say that it's still, they still feel wonderful sensation just because they're not hard doesn't mean the pleasure goes away. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. You can be okay. flaccid and still feel just being touched. You can feel pleasure, waves of pleasure, and you can still mm-hmm. feel, you know, I think part of it comes from looking at yourself as a sensual human being as opposed mm-hmm. to a sexual human being. Mm-hmm. I think the difference for me is, if you say I'm a sexual human being, then that puts the focus more on an orgasm. If you mm-hmm. say I'm a sensual, sensual human being, that puts a focus more on touch and caress and maybe kissing and making out and just feeling pleasure without the focus being that orgasm. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I said, that's going to happen or not happen based on its own. But if it becomes a focus and it becomes an obsession, then you miss so much. Right. So let's take it back to the product. So if a man knows that he can just spray this thing on, and how long did you say they wait? Ten minutes? It's seven to ten minutes from when you apply it. And you don't have to apply it hard. You can apply it placid. Yeah. Right. So if he knows in ten minutes, you know, he can really go for it, then he has less anxiety around choosing sometimes to not be hard. So he has the choice. Absolutely. Yeah. And he can wait up to a half hour, an hour before he starts. So mm-hmm. what I tell people is use that time for foreplay. Use that time mm-hmm. for vibrator. Use that time for cunnilingus. Use it for just ways to turn your partner on because we already know that just biologically speaking that women take longer than men. So mm-hmm. use that time because we have a line of massage oils too. So take a massage oil and give your partner a sensual massage, you know, mm-hmm. prior mm-hmm. to intercourse, you know. Mm-hmm. Use that time to go down on your partner. Use that time to, you know, incorporate some of the vibrators that we have into your mm-hmm. intimacy. Mm-hmm. Use all awesome. these different tools so that, you know, your partner feels, number one, you know, a higher state of arousal prior prior to starting number two feels more cherished and more sensual prior mm-hmm. you know prior to starting i i hear this from women all the time that a lot of men really and truly don't think that intimacy starts 
until the woman's undressed and he's getting ready to penetrate. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I tell men all the time, if you're planning on being with your woman that night, start in the morning. You know, give her a little kiss on the neck, send her a nice text in, in lunchtime, say, I can't wait till this evening. You know, right. by the time you get home, your woman is already feeling desired. Your woman exactly. is already feeling sensual. And let me tell you something. Guys will say, oh, I don't care. You know, that doesn't matter to me. They're lying, okay? Every man in the world wants to feel desired. They want mm-hmm. to feel like they, their woman wants them. So it works mm-hmm. in reverse, too, mm-hmm. that... Sex doesn't start, you know, when you both get out of the shower and jump in bed. Sex can start earlier in the day to where you feel more connected. You feel more desired. A woman feels cherished. She feels more appreciated. And yeah. that, that's the mood. I've heard that love ma- the next lovemaking act starts at the end of the last one. <laughs> that's a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if all you do is roll over and go to bed, your your partner feels isolated, feels used, feels like, well, I guess they really don't care about me from the mm-hmm. second they orgasm up until the next time they feel the need to do it again. <laughs> if you do nothing but cuddle and really tell the person how much you appreciate it, how great it felt, like you said, you're starting the next, whether it's an hour later, a day later, or a week later, you're laying the groundwork for another successful you know, encounter. Exactly. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to Leading Edge Love Radio, and this is your host, Sumati Sparks, the open relationship coach at SumatiSparks.com. And we're speaking with Jeff Abram, who's the CEO of Absorption Pharmaceuticals, which created an amazing product called Promescent that helps men with um, not ED, but PE, (laughs) like PE, like school. It's premature ejaculation. <laughs> helps men last longer in bed. Um, helps, helps men reduce the anxiety of, you know, maybe not getting erect. So we're talking about all these kinds of things and some of the other products that his company offers that really increase uh, the pleasure in people's lives, increase intimacy, make couples happier, and we, we want that in the world. So if you have any questions for Jeff, please feel free to give us a call. The call-in number is 657-383-1132. Don't worry, you won't interrupt us. You'll be put on hold, and we'll pick up your call at the right time. Again, that number is 657-383-1132. So, again, I'm going to go back to, you know, since I'm a mature person, postmenopausal woman, um, there's a lot of women in my age group that don't, like, for me, my sex drive used to be fairy dust that was just spewing out all the time all around me. And now it needs a little bit more of a jump start from things like you were just talking about, like somebody telling me, like, mm, when I get off work, I'm going to do this to you tonight, you know, or, you know, just saying, I, I remember one time my friend said, um, my, my lover said that his friend was going to be leading a sacred kink workshop and he wants to go support her. And I'm going to go, as, he says, you're going to come as my slave. He told me that I was going to go as a slave. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I remember just getting so turned on by that and posting it on social media, like, I'm going to go as a slave tonight. So there was so much anticipation for this event Absolutely. that we ended up having such an awesome time. So those kind of little things that can really turn a woman on in advance, you know, kickstarts. So I want to hear about the um, the female arousal gel. And I think you said you had also something that 
increases libido. I didn't quite make that out. Yes. Can you talk about those? It's called Vitaflux, a nitric oxide supplement. Let me explain both of them. Those are very good points. So the female arousal gel is something, there's two different types. There's a warming and a buzzing, okay? The warming is something that you apply at the very end of your vulva and right to the tip of your clitoris in just a little small dab, and it literally brings a warming sensation, which enhances blood flow to the area. And as anyone knows, the clitoris is a miniature penis. The majority mm-hmm. of the clitoris is actually inside the body. It's just a mm-hmm. tip that is outside. It's and actually bigger than the penis if you include all the internal parts. Absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. And the interesting part about the clitoris is that just like a penis, it gets engorged with blood. And mm-hmm. that's part of the orgasm process. But it you don't see an erect you know, clitoris because it is internal. So mm-hmm. any time that you have a warmth, it increases blood flow. So there's these two uh, female, they have a swinger podcast. It's called Two Wild Orchids, and I've done it a couple times. And the last time I did it, one of them says to me, it was a video podcast. She says, you know what I'm wearing? I go, well, I know on top you have on a blue blazer and kind of a cream-colored shirt. She goes, no, guess what I'm wearing underneath? I go, I have no idea. She goes, promescent women's arousal gel. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah. She goes, a little dab will do you in the morning. And sometimes I have a little refresher at lunchtime. And by the time I get home, I feel like I've had, you know, basically foreplay all day because it just makes me feel good. You know what I mean? For that warmth. And I start thinking, I'm like, and I've had other people tell me the same thing. So the other one is a buzzing gel, which is a little more intense. For some people, it's a little too intense, but it actually pulses. So it gives you these, like, pulsing sensations. It's a, it's a little more extreme. Some people just love the warmth, and some people love more of an intense buzzing sensation. But they're both designed to specifically increase blood flow and to stimulate the vulva and the clitoris, and they're very effective. Mm-hmm. The flux is a supplement. It contains L-citrulline, L-carnitine, and L-arginine, along with magnesium and zinc. And let me ask you a question. I ask this to almost all postmenopausal women, and it's about 75, maybe 80% yes. Did you experience, once you went through menopause, a lack of ability to naturally lubricate and have to use more outside lubricant? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. One of the benefits, in addition to what I already described with Vitaflux for women, which is that's the the nitric oxide which increases blood flow decreases blood pressure it arouses libido because it has blood flow properties into your obvious you know your uh you know genitals but it helps you recover from workouts all that type of stuff but every artery and every vein in your body has what is called an epithelial layer that is a layer that protects the body the the arteries and the veins from any unwanted bacteria or viruses getting into the bloodstream. So they, this, this epithelial layer allows, you know, hormones and good things to absorb, and it keeps the bad things out. As you age, it thickens and it hardens. When it does, it always keeps the bad things out, but it also keeps the good things out, the hormones. So for both men and women, you gain a little bit of body fat, you lose a little bit of lean muscle tissue, and women also lose the ability to lubricate when they can't absorb hormones. 
and mm-hmm. this reverses that aging process of the epithelial layer. It softens it. So you'll find your arousal goes up. You begin to lubricate again because it reverses that hardening of the epithelial layer, which inhibits hormone absorption. And for mm-hmm. men, they find a much higher degree of arousal. It's not going to give you a raging erection if you have ED, but it will enhance your erections, especially for mm-hmm. men in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. So those two products are literally tailor-made for people once they reach their late 30s, early 40s, so they don't go through that natural aging cycle where they lose sex drive, they lose libido, women lose the ability to moisturize, guys lose 10 15% of their erectile function. So those, those products are extremely effective for people as they age to basically reverse the aging process or turn back the clock, or if you start taking me young enough, the clock doesn't hit you. You know what I mean? You well, hey, Jeff, you're talking, about, you're talking about what a large market um, PE is. It's even larger than ED. But I'll venture to say that the female arousal, particularly going through perimenopause and postmenopause, is even larger than the PE market. Oh, it's insane. You'll, you'll laugh at this anecdotal story, and it's the absolute truth. You'll laugh. So I tell people that I did things backward. If I had to do it all over again, I would have started with women's products and then introduced men later on. And people go, why is that? I said, let me tell you something. The first eight years that I ran this company, all we had was the male delay spray. It's only been three years, two and a half years ago we introduced these other products. We sold a million bottles, and we had you know 400,000 customers or whatever. And when people fill out our customer surveys and about 25 percent of people do how'd you find this was it a podcast was it a digital ad was it a serious xm radio show blah 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 and the last thing is referred by a friend mm-hmm. literally in the first eight years we had two people go two men go referred by a friend because we found out that if a man finds something that increases his libido or makes him more highly functional sexually the first thing he does is go, I want to make sure no other guy finds this, because every man wants to be the biggest, brightest rooster in the barnyard impregnating all the hens himself, okay? If a woman finds something that gives her stronger orgasms and higher arousal, the first thing she does is go on Pinterest, Reddit, she texts, she emails, she gets a conch shell and starts calling all her friends. I mean... Women can't wait to tell every other woman how to achieve a higher degree of sexuality, and men can't wait to make sure no one else knows their secret, okay? (laughs) So our women's business is ballooning. It is growing at an insane rate, and all we're doing is allowing other women to promote it for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's smart. That's very smart. I literally should have started the other way, you know what I mean? And. Because I guarantee you women, even now, are coming to our website and goes, my man could use some of this. I'm getting it for him. Women talk. Guys don't talk. Well, you promised to send me some of your products, which I haven't gotten yet. I They're going to be in the mail to you tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's a promise, okay? I'm going to be teaching a couple of workshops coming up uh, this fall in some yeah. online festivals about polyamory and sexy aging. So. I have a, a great oh, these products are can, made yeah. for that. And, you know, right. the amazing thing is, is you get some of these testimonials, and they are heartwarming. But at the same time, you realize how, as a small company, 
We've reached one ten thousandth of one percent of the population. We've received emails from women that say, I literally got to a point where I was asexual. I just mm-hmm. didn't feel anything. And, you know, I started feeling bad about myself. And, you know, I was taking it out on my husband. I was thinking, he doesn't find me attractive anymore. Mm-hmm. I started using the arousal gel and the Vitaflux. It's absolutely turned my life 180 degrees. I feel sexual. He feels, you know, that I'm sexual, so he's turned on. And we thought we really didn't have feelings for one another. We did. I call it the layering effect. You know what I mean? Because if a woman doesn't feel sexy, doesn't feel turned on, she's like not going to initiate sex, and her partner feels like that she doesn't desire him. When it's not a matter of desire, it's a hormonal thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, And then they don't talk, and then one layer upon another, then they feel like they disagree about everything. Because when you're not sexually satisfied, when you're not feeling sensual and sexual, you don't feel good about yourself. And you start having disagreements about things you wouldn't even normally disagree about. And you start feeling like you don't get along when in reality you get along. You're both just frustrated about a lack of sensual contact and a lack of anything, you know. And that's why communication is really one of the fundamental building blocks of sensuality and sexual wellness as well. You know, Mm -hmm. because if people could actually talk about these things, hey, honey, it's not you. You know what I mean? I went through menopause. I just don't feel sexual right now. And then together you could go do research and find what it is, go seek advice. But people tend to suffer in silence, and that's just a shame. Yeah. And so this is a really common reason why some, not the biggest reason, but I would say maybe 15, 20% of couples come to me for polyamory coaching because one of them doesn't want to be sexual anymore. And it's often the woman postmenopausal who's just not interested in sex. And the husband's like, you know, I love you. I don't want to leave you. I love the life we've created. There's no reason to dismantle our empire, but I don't want to go on the rest of my life with no sex. So how can we incorporate another lover for me in a way that's respectful? You know, so they come to me to figure out how to do that. So maybe they don't have to do that if the woman can be interested in sex again. No, that's exactly. Or maybe they can still do it with two partners, one for him and one for her. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. She might be if going she feels sexual again. Like, yeah, honey, now I want a, a whole, you know. Yeah, it was good enough for you when I wasn't feeling sexual. Now that I'm feeling sexual, okay, we're both uh, reaping the fruits of this, you know. <laughs> yes, and I want to ask you, Jeff, have you read the book Sex at Dawn? No, I have not. Sex at Dawn, D A W N. Yes, I highly recommend it. So it's talking I, I about. I love to hear stuff like that because I'm always looking to learn. I'm always looking to expand my horizons. I'm always looking to see other thought processes. And if I find something good, to incorporate that into what we do and the well, message is, that we have. And this is a real paradigm shifter because it, it really explains the, the orgasm gap or the pleasure gap, as you called it. Um, and it talks about human – so we, we can't possibly know how the hunter-gatherer tribes had sex. It's just too long ago, and there's not a whole lot of evidence left for us. But the author yes. of this book uses our bodies and how they currently work today to point to how people must have been back then. So, for example, the pleasure gap. So um, hunter-gatherer tribes 
didn't have the rugged individualism that we have now in America. They were tribal. They, they thought of everything as a group. You know, they needed each other to survive. So you can imagine if they did everything together and their whole consciousness was as a group, why would sexuality be any different? Would that be something like, oh, we do everything as a group, but sex, we're going to go off and hide behind this tree where no one can see. That doesn't make any sense. No, so it would make sexuality... sense that it would be a group thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if it's a group thing already, so we, we agree that it's probably done in, in front of each other and it's not a big deal and it's just a body, you know, a body function like anything else, then why do um, men, unless they've, you know, gotten these special products like you make or they take some kind of Tantra or Taoist course, men tend to not take very long to, you know, climax. So doesn't that kind of point to that maybe a woman would have sex with several men until she Correct. felt Absolutely. satisfied? So now we've fetishized it and called it the gangbang, and it's like a big porn thing. But it might have just been a natural way of how humans were. <laughs> so if we think about back women, then, might they didn't be kind have of any designed. supplements. They didn't have any coping mechanisms back then. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. So women might be designed to have multiple lovers. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I really wish I was a woman instead of a man. When I find a partner that has three, four orgasms a night, you know what I mean? And I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, this male thing's pretty good. I think I'll ride it out, except I'd love to have that part, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so there's all kinds of um, examples of things like that. That was just one example, but it's a really fun book. I'd love, if you read it, I'd love for you to email me. Oh, I'm going to read it for sure. Whenever someone recommends something, someone that I respect, I always will go read it because I feel it's going to be a, a very good use of my time. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Cool. So what, what do you have? Anything new up your sleeve for your business? We always have something new up our sleeve, you know. We just introduced a delay wipe, okay. So we have these bottles, which are excellent. And we say to people, it sits on your, you know, your bedroom nightstand or, you know, in your medicine cabinet. But sometimes people go, I'm going to a club tonight, you know, and maybe, you know, my date and I will just go right to her place afterwards. I don't want to be carrying a bottle of spray around with me. So we developed these individually packaged wipes that literally are wafer thin. And it's like, you know, that little thing when you get a shot, you tear it open, you pull out that little alcohol pad to rub on your, you know what I mean? The yeah. area you're going to uh -huh. get the shot. Mm -hmm. It's just like that. Mm -hmm. So we now tell people promescent spray on the nightstand, promescent wipes on the go. You're going out on your boat this afternoon. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of people like to make love on their boat. You know, you're going hiking or camping. A lot of people like to make love, you know, when they get to a, a, an excluded area or they're camping overnight. You don't always want to take a roll of quarter-sized bottle with you, right? Well, I have so another we, perfect uh, use for that. Um, the adult play party where you don't want to have multiple people grabbing the same bottle. So absolutely, each person can just grab a disposable little wipe. <laughs> they have their own disposable little wipe, exactly. <laughs> a little while ago, we introduced these before and after wipes. And the reason they're called before and after wipes, sometimes you go out dancing, you go to dinner, you go whatever, and you come home and you don't have time to take a shower. You know, one thing leads to another and you go, well, I'd just like to freshen up a little bit down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and 
to have a little more antiseptic feel to things. And so it's good for that. Also, it's good for cleaning fluids after, you know what I mean, sex. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. those have been, that's something we recently introduced, have been a huge hit for us, have been very Mm -hmm. effective. Our vibrators, we just started that line in uh, the beginning of August, so a month and a half ago, and some of our, our, you know, uh, products have literally taken off. I mean, and these are everything we have is top of the line. And the sales numbers, we tell other vibrator companies about the numbers we're doing. They're like, what? And they go, what did you guys do to launch this? I go, nothing. We just put it on our website. We get, you're going to laugh when I tell you this, 2 million unique viewers a month to our website. Wow. So we have this built-in traffic. And it was really interesting because after we had our successful delay spray for seven or eight years, I wish I could say I was a genius and went, oh, well, we need to expand the product line. A lot of men and even their wives start saying to us, hey, you know, when my husband was lasting 30 seconds, we didn't need lubes. You know, now we need some lube. So we developed the first product was a water lube. And I thought, oh, how are we going to market this? Well, until we figure it out, we'll put it just on our site for people who, you know, want to have the lube with their promescent. The product took off immediately. Even mm-hmm. people who hadn't bought delay spray were coming buying lube. And, you know, I emailed the first hundred or so people that bought it and said, hey, what gave you the confidence to buy a lube? We're not known for lubes. And everyone said, if it's on this site, we know it's top quality. We know you stand behind it 100%. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. And then we introduced the next product was the female arousal gel. Boom, same thing. We never really had to launch anything, no mark, nothing. We just put it on the site. Well, and after that, and it, we went to the Vitaflux for men and women. Same and exact so are thing. And so are you doing something special for your SEO, your search engine optimization, or is it just from the success of your products? We have a first-rate SEO. I mean, we have people in the industry call us and go, how in the world do you do this? We have spent a lot of money on SEO, and mm-hmm. we've done a masterful job at it. If mm-hmm. you look up delay spray or last longer in bed spray, it is a shrine to Promescent. I mean, mm-hmm. literally three out of the first four <laughs> sites are all Promescent. And that comes with our medical credibility because every article on our site is medically reviewed. We have a ton of backlinks to medical sites that, recommend us and like us and we're constantly updating and you know uh doing very valid medical articles on sex not just products that we have on all types of sex because i received criticism for this early on people are like what are you a medical site or are you selling product i go we believe that the way we sell product is to educate people. Number one, we want people to buy the right product for what it is they need. Number mm-hmm. two, you'll see videos from guys like Anthony Beljunas. Uh, he's a physician's assistant at a world-renowned you know, sexual wellness center. There's a video showing, him how to, showing our patients how to apply promescent delay spray. It's the underside of the frenulum, which is the head of the penis. You apply it right there and sit. So... We feel that if we educate and the people are buying the products for the right reason and they're using them correctly, then there's a much higher probability of our patients being satisfied and happy with our products, hence being return customers. Because if I wouldn't have known Ron and I would have tried Promescent the first time 
and I would have, you know, literally been hammering away for 40 minutes and never be able to finish, I would have <laughs> went, this is too strong. You know, I don't want right. to use this. Right. But I had that experience, but fortunately the founder was my good friend and explained it to me. So we go overboard. You know, every product we have, there's a QR code, and we say, scan this. It takes you right to our website, depending what product it is. It'll take you right to that page, how to use the product, the proper way to use it, why you're using it. We want people to have a satisfactory experience with this product. We want people to realize that we bring value. We don't mm-hmm. try to be the cheapest, but we plan on being cost-effective, and we plan on our products working very, very well. And mm-hmm. we have a 60-day money-back guarantee for any reason. So we Great. take the risk out of it. I tell awesome. people, there's, you have nothing to lose. You gain a higher sense of intimacy, or you get your money back. There's no – and people go, how can you be that confident and make that product? I go, or, or promise. I go, our products work. Now, you're always going to have certain people that, you know, go, I'm going to say this didn't work and get my money back, and then they reorder, and we're like, hey, wait a second, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you a question Uh, before we run out of time. Do you, um, you, are are your vibrators, are are they special in any way? Oh, yeah. I mean, we took great care, and we worked with, you know, uh, our females on our, both our, therapist and our uh, urology staff, you know, there are certain vibrators that, you know, are made for women to have less, who have pelvic pain issues that are going to create less pelvic pain. There are certain shapes that for women who have, you know, maybe in some cases a bit of a hooded clitoris, in some cases, you know, just uh, slight differentiations in body shapes or, you know, any man who's been with multiple women will know there are some women who want direct clitoral stimulation in some cases with rather a, a large amount of friction. There are other women that are like extremely sensitive and mm-hmm. will say, hey, you know, massage carefully around the clitoris, yeah. but I don't want any pressure directly on the clit. So when right. you go to our website, you'll see a wide variety of vibrators, each one with a specific, you know what I mean, uh, specialty. Yeah, cool. And then one more question. Do you have products for um, the LGBTQ community? We don't have any products specifically designed as of yet, but we have two people working right now on specifically a, a directive to develop some products specifically for that community. Great. Awesome. So stay tuned for that. I think it's that important point. that we're very inclusive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that we don't, we're not the morality police. You know what I mean? Everyone, right. I don't care what your persuasion, deserves the highest level of intimacy that they can possibly have. And they they deserve the best sexual experience and the most intense orgasms as possible. That's <laughs> the business that we're in, you know. And we never want to ever judge anyone. I know my sexuality was something I never had to choose. I know from as early as four years old, this is a true story, I Remember, my mom was a seamstress, so people would come into the home, and she would measure, you know, like if it was a suit, like, okay, I should pin the sleeves and the pants hems, and if a woman was with a dress, that would stand on this little block and should put the pins in and have to hem it. And I remember when I was four years old because I hadn't gone to uh, elementary school. My older sister was already in school, and this good-looking gal came, and she was in her mid-20s, and she was standing on this block, and my mom was pinning the skirt. 
And I remember thinking to myself, because we had a really small home. It was only 1,100 square feet for all six of us, me, my two sisters, and my brother, my mom and dad. And so my room was also the living room and the dressing room. My room functioned as everything, you know. And I remember thinking, I want to go hide in my room because I want to watch her get undressed. I was four years old. I knew I wanted to see this good-looking woman naked, okay? It could have been a sexual thought because I was nine years from reaching puberty, okay? Right, right. And I literally remember that. And here I am at 64, so I'm 60 years later. Every time I see a good-looking woman, I go, I'd love to see her naked. You know what I mean? My -hmm. whole life, I've never looked at a guy and went, I want to see him naked. So Mm -hmm. for me, sexuality was not a choice. I literally was programmed that my sexual choice was women. Who am I to say that a person whose sexual choice is other than, you know, the opposite sex is wrong? Because if they were like me... Their sexual preference was something that was innate. They were born with it. So I'm yeah, not well, going to play just, God and you, tell someone else. Yeah, if you're open to just a tiny bit of uh, the political correct police, um, <laughs> practice using the term sexual orientation because it's not really a choice for a lot of people. <laughs> yes, um, orientation. You're right. Yeah. I am not so very I'm, politically I'm gonna, correct. Cut, I'm yeah, just brutally honest, but you're right. That's yeah, a better no, I term. Hear, I, I hear what you're saying. But we have about two and a half minutes left, so I want to give you a chance okay. to tell our listeners how to reach you, and if you have anything you want to offer them. Yeah, uh, you can reach us at, uh, reach me personally at Jeff Abraham at Twitter, at Jeff Abraham 111. Uh, Instagram is Jeff Abraham 111. Feel free to email me at our website, go to our website. And I always tell people, if you're very interested in any of our products, I always tell people, we're at Target, we're at Walmart, uh, you know, we're at GNC, we're on Amazon, we're on Walmart.com, but always start at promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, because that's where you get educated. That's where mm-hmm. you find out which product will work best for you, how to properly mm-hmm. use the product. Then we mm-hmm. don't care where you go get it. You know, you can buy it from us. We're just like Amazon, free shipping, mm-hmm. 100% return, you know, the whole thing. But if you want to buy it at Amazon, after you go educate yourself, make sure you're getting the right product, you're going to use it correctly, feel free, do that. If you want to go get it at a retail store, do that. But make sure you're buying the right product for the right reason, and you also know how to properly use it so you get the best benefit from it. So start mm-hmm. at promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Perfect. Okay, well, thank you so much, Jeff. It was a delight having you on the show. I can't wait to get my sample products in the mail. <laughs> um, they will go out tomorrow. If I wasn't so busy, I'd say I'd personally deliver them because I want to go to Maui. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but I have okay. the Sexual Medicine Society show in North America I have to go to. I have all these things to do. So I can't say, hey, I've got to deliver something. I'll be back in 10 days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you the greatest success with all your new products and, and keep up the good work. And thank you for what you do in the world. We appreciate this opportunity to speak to your listeners. I can't. It's our lifeblood. Awesome. Have a good evening, Jeff. You too. So if you're still with us, uh, next week on Leading Edge Love Radio, we will have back uh, Kathy Labriola, who is a well-known author of several books in the field of polyamory, including the Jealousy Workbook. And um, this time, she's been on the show once before, but this time we're going to talk about her up upcoming book called Poly Geezers. So that kind of goes with the talk we had today about postmenopausal sex and, and sex for aging people. And she's also going to talk about the challenges that uh, couples and triads and morsums have had during the pandemic and the challenges of 
of being in such close quarters with people and kind of help us normalize that it's really been a challenge for a lot of people. And if that's been going on for you, you're not alone. So please join us next week at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Leading Edge Love Radio on blogtalkradio.com. This has been your host, Summa T. Sparks. Good night, everyone.